Welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. So HR leaders who have spent time outside the market naturally bring diversity to both their international posting as well as their home country when they return. I'm here with Emmanuel Chalani, Regional Vice President of HR for RB North America, to discuss the value of going global. Welcome, Emmanuel. How are you? Great. Thank you. Thanks so much, Alan. How are you? Uh, very well, very well, and uh, you know, really, really great to have you uh, have you online today. Um, I thought what would be great in order to, I guess, first of all, frame our discussion around the international piece, and what would be helpful for listeners is to tell us a little bit about your current role at, at RB. Yeah, absolutely, with pleasure. So my my role is to lead the really HR in the North America business, North America region for RB. Uh, now RB is the world leading consumer health and hygiene company. I, I'm sure you know some of our iconic brands like uh, Neurofen, Gaviscon, <laughs> Mutinex, Airwick, just to mention some of them. And we are on all the main markets around the world, number one or number two. Um, our vision is really a world where people are healthier and live better. So we, we really want to do this, and we, go, we are present in uh, 200 countries around the world, and we have operation in 16 countries. So as I said, I lead HR for North America, and I joined RB three years ago after different experiences. Actually, I could um, divide my career into two parts. So the first part is uh, really in supply manufacturing engineering. I'm an engineer by education, uh, and then I had different roles, uh, but in the last 13 years I've been in HR, and actually uh, 10 out of uh, those 13 years have been abroad. So I originally come from Italy, but then I moved uh, to the UK twice, uh, Germany, China, and to the US twice, first in Chicago and now in New Jersey. Fantastic. Wow. So, you know, with such an international depth, um, in your opinion, what, what are some of the best ways to prepare for success in an international HRO? Yeah, I think, first of all, uh, I think that uh, the demand for international managers is, is increasing, uh, is, uh, not only from, uh, in terms of companies needed more roles in, in this space because things are becoming more complex. There are, there are globalization, digital world technology, all these elements are really contributing to make more complex uh, the, the world of the companies. So from that point of view, what you do today is going to have an impact in all the different countries, not only in your own country. So I think for this reason, I think that the demand is definitely growing. And, and essentially, I think there are two main elements where uh, an international HR role will make the difference in an international company. It's about knowing talent in the organization, and it's about protecting the culture, making sure that the culture is uh, spread and he can bring or she can bring the culture in the different parts of the world. So how, how, to, how to prepare for success? I think I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of international mobility in general for all functions, but also for HR. And I think that obviously to move people is uh, it's quite expensive. It could be risky. So it's not a matter of uh, finding cheaper way of doing that, but I think it's really the point is that how to make sure that we identify the right people to move, uh, the, the, the ones who will get much more success on, on moving and will get more, 
uh, and, and to prepare them in the best way. And I think from a trusting point, we have a lot of uh, opportunities to prepare for success. Um, so, for example, uh, even in a local role, uh, today the organization is so, as I, as I was saying, so complex that you need a lot of coordination. And most of the projects or the new initiatives are run on a global level. And so, as a consequence, there is always the opportunity, in my view, at least this is my experience, to uh, make sure that you involve the talent in a project or in a different initiative uh, spanning across different countries, regions. So exposing her or him to an international environment. And I have to say that this will resonate a lot with the, with the millennials, with the new generation, to spend time, to invest time on their development in this way. And some of the potential barriers we, we got from the from the past probably are not anymore there, like, uh, okay, the language. So even in my country, I can say that uh, now it's kind of prerequisite to work in international company to speak English. So it's not anymore a problem. And so the talents can be exposed to different uh, opportunities to know different culture. The other point will be as well to expand responsibility outside home country. So we see a, a growth uh, in the corporate roles HRBPs, global functions, um, or people managing a COE level uh, from a headquarters. So this will give typically the opportunity to, to our talents to interact very closely with a local HR team and local mm. senior leaders. And so understanding much more the, 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 the different elements of the local culture. So this is a way to prepare things, but ultimately I think the best way will be really to send people abroad uh, as soon as possible, as early as possible in their career. So with, with all those cultural nuances of, of, of different countries, I mean, how can HR leaders on international assignments turn those perceived cultural differences in, actually into advantages? Yeah, I think this is, a, this is a really excellent question. I've been thinking about this in the past years, uh, you know, experiencing myself uh, some, some of those elements. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, we have a special place in the organization, or at least where HR sits at the table. Uh, it's, it's, a special, it's a special seat uh, in the table, at the table, because essentially we have the license to, to challenge, uh, to ask questions. And so, especially in the era of culture, culture local culture, company culture, and so on, uh, obviously in the right way, uh, with, uh, with the right approach, listening and respecting what we hear, but we can really understand a lot and challenge back. So it's a matter of uh, learning, but also giving back and presenting different perspectives. So, and I have to say that in majority of the time in my experience has been always uh, welcome, the fact that I was bringing something different. I was bringing a different point of view. Uh, because of my background, because of my experiences and so on. So I think that uh, at the end, uh, the opportunity is, a, is a fantastic for, from HR standpoint. And if we really want to move HR from uh, you know, being expert in administration to moving to the business partnership or to be a trusted advisor, this is one of the key things we can contribute moving in, in international role or moving abroad. Absolutely, yeah. We we definitely see that as well, Manuel. Just with the the, the focus now on 
on talent and, and its mobility globally, you know, to really understand um, and share these cultural sort of values and differences actually can be you know, significantly uh, you know, advantageous to the organization and its whole talent base moving forward. So from, from your perspective, I mean, having worked across you know, several countries and, and really variations of cultures across Asia, Europe and the US, what, what are some of the challenges that you've encountered during your international moves that, that have surprised you? This is uh, this is something yes I've been th- I've been thinking of uh, and I experienced directly. So it's I moved several times, and uh, I think that in terms of a general experience, it's not different from experience of other senior leaders. Obviously, from personal standpoint, paramount objective is always to make sure the family is safe, happy, and that they integrate quickly into the social environment. Uh, you know, at the end for us, it's relatively easier to be to go to an office which is very similar, probably from other offices around the world, speaking the same language, business language, and so on. Uh, but for them, it might be a bit more difficult. Um, but pro- from a professional standpoint, I think the most, uh, the most um, uh, surprising element has been really to, uh, that I was worried about things that other people were not. So in particular is that the fact that you bring with your nationality, you know that you bring some kind of stereotypes, right? So uh, right. I remember the first time I went to the UK, I was worried by showing too much of my South European spirit. So I tended to control my emotions in a kind of excessive way. <laughs> uh, okay. So till a certain point, I got the feedback that I was too composed. Uh, can you imagine a Brit telling mm-hmm. Italian? I know. Composed, right? <laughs> So I I think I was, I realized that I was much more worried about that than the other people because they were very open to uh, listen and to see different, different things. So I I think the one of the, one of the points is the, is really bring yourself into the game. Uh, Don't be, don't be afraid of that and, and learn and, uh, and adapt, but at the same time, stay true to, to, from where you come from and who you are. Um, I think the, the, another point which, uh, which I discovered is that I, I was not aware of till I, I started to experience that is that, you know, in general, being an expat or moving uh, abroad, you go there and you tend to be more expensive than local talents. And so you, in some cases, you see that there is a, like a price tag on your forehead if I can right. say in that way. So, you know, you feel always challenged to show the added value you bring to, a, to the organization. And obviously it depends on the stage of development of a country, of an organization, and so on. So for, my, for, for example, my experience in China, uh, I was very much welcomed by people because I was, I was there with a, a clear uh, mandate and also, I was uh, I was there to build a local pipeline, so I was not there, there to stay for a long time. Now, this was not the case of some of our colleagues um, entering a very well developed and successful organization, where people they could not really see the benefit, and they thought it was much more like a corporate attempt to check and to go right. into the local organization. So all these things are, you know, you discover. Uh, uh, by by experiencing all these things, but I think it's it's important to uh, to keep in mind that people they might have a very different reactions uh, of to 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 an expat coming to the into that specific country. 
a real sort of unique perspective on that. And I think, you know, you're right. It's interesting you're kind of having to sort of prove yourself every time you go into a new loca- new location, even within the same organization, um, to prove that, as you mentioned, you're kind of worth the, the price tag, if you like, on, on your head. That's a really nice expression. And I'm sure that what you've mentioned will resonate very well with the broader HR community. And I imagine that uh, a lot of international assignees will be sort of nodding their head uh, as they listen. Thank you, Manuel. Thank you. That was Manuel Chilani, Regional Vice President of HR for RB North America, discussing with us the value of uh, going global. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.